Yep. Are we actually? Is this? Yep. Is there volume? How are we, everyone? A little bit. We got a little bit uh, out in the reeds there. A bit um off topic, but how are we all going today? We're going to be talking about core values. Values. What are your values? And uh, we're going to go deep into why it's important that we define our values. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I'm joined here by my brother Yanni Burmeister, and we are the co-founders of Unity Gym and the co-creators of the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans and mess up podcasts. We are the gym that makes people super strong and super flexible because we've created a program that has a balance between the two. If you want to know how we do that, you can grab one of our free blueprints, the Strength, Flexibility, or Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description for all of how them. How many overlays can you put on the screen at once, mate? And uh, today we're talking about core values and beliefs. Something that we're big on at Unity Gym, something that we've worked hard to create. And we wanted to actually give a shout out to a couple of our tribe members who are, who are doing a really good job of uh, uh, living by the core values or demonstrating some of the core values. So they may or may not even have realized it. That's right. Should, we, should we go through and read the core values out? Uh, yeah, today, first and foremost, everybody, today seems like a little bit of a clusterfuck of a show, but that's all right, because we're just figuring things out here, so um, bear with us, uh, we're just going to have a little bit of fun, really, because we've seen some awesome stuff on the, uh, on the pages that we really want to highlight, and uh, there's also been some good questions that have come through that we're going to get to, we're going to talk about, uh, let's just quickly flick through a couple of these and um, and I'll talk about it. First and foremost, shout out, it looks like Adam Mullaney got, he's the first person to get his apparel or merch. Got to shut up and do some bloody burpees t-shirt. We've seen that on the stream. Anyone who's listening on the podcast who can't see what we're doing here, you've got to jump over and become part of the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group. And then you'll be able to interact with us here as we're doing this. We're going we're gonna to help Ben Lodge out. He's done a really good video um, in regards to his Cossack squat rotation. And Rad's going to dive deep into that and give you some pointers there, mate. We're going to talk a little bit briefly about Michael Foster's uh, wrist issue that he's having. But that's going to be something that we go deeper on on Physio Friday, brother. Uh, we are going to give some huge props to Becca Perry for unlocking her first ever pull-up. And uh, we're also gonna give some props to Kevin Lee uh, and talk to him a little bit about his, uh, his testing videos. But first and foremost, what we wanna do is go through the core values and talk about how they align with what, what people are doing here on, on, the, uh, on the stream. Uh, and then we're going to dive straight into Aiden Potts's question about trap three raises. So first and foremost, we've got five core values down here at Unity Gym. Care about the community, take personal responsibility, pursue personal development, take massive action. And what we were highlighting on the workout this morning, get results. And that's uh, each of these core values, and unless you go to our website, you probably won't see them. Or if you come into the gym, they're available on the website and they're available uh, on the, uh, up on the wall in the gym here. And we're very specific about what each of these mean. So Rad, why don't you, before I, I steal all of the thunder, um, 
go through what uh, what they are and what they're not. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I was just doing a little share there. So core values, what they are and what they're not. So core value number one, care about the community, what it is, be positive, do the right thing and respect others. What it's not, negative mindset, being a dick and being disrespectful. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Core value number two, take personal responsibility. Show initiative, what it is, show initiative, come with solutions, present your best self. What it's not, waiting to be told, obstacle-focused, half-assed effort. Core value number three, pursue personal development. What it is, be coachable, invite feedback, be better than yesterday. What it's not, close-minded, defensive ego, comfortable with status quo. Core value number four, take massive action. What it is, embrace change, be engaged, enjoy the journey. What it's not, avoid challenges, don't give a shit, complaining. Core value number five, get results. What it is, finish what you start, demonstrate progress, celebrate success. What it's not, lack of follow through, busy without results, failing to acknowledge achievement. So let's, and that was not exactly what I had planned there. I wanted to discuss each one, but that's all oh, right. Okay. Uh, well, well, no, but well, we can do that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better to, it's, that's the best way We've to tell the story. we it out. No, yeah. you go to the end, you tell them what's coming f- through the whole story, and then you go through the details. So now yeah, we can go through yeah. the details. So what we, you know, um, Caring about the community is not just, it's not just something that you say, you know, you've got to practice what you preach. And what that means is to be like, we don't want to, we don't want to, um, a, a group of people who are constantly negative. You know, we want to be positive. We want to be positive in the mind. We want to do the right thing. We want to respect others. And that's something that we really, really reinforce as a number one, uh, priority in our culture here at the gym and also what we're building within our culture in these online groups. We pull people up very quickly if they have fixated on negative mindset. Anyone who's being a dick gets turfed out of the group straight away and anyone who's being disrespectful gets kicked out straight away. And that's pretty obvious, you know. But how can you, uh, how can you care about the community on a deeper level? Um, You know, the most, the, the most obvious thing is to give before you take, you know, in these groups. Don't always just tune in here to see what you can take away from the group. Tune in and, 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 and scroll through the, the comments and the messages and the posts and see if there's anything of value that you can add first, you know. And I think that's really important. A lot of people only ever use these groups if they're looking for an answer to solve one of their issues or problems. Uh, and, and the reason why we've chosen Blakely, Tom Wood and Biwa Kwan as our, um, moderators in the group is because we noticed over the first six months of having these groups live that those guys give far more than they take. And it's obvious when they give, you know, they're really out there and you know, um, there's a there's an example here of someone who's had an issue with a uh, Aiden Potts has had a trap three raise 
comment, uh, which is a very difficult exercise to get your head around. And you've got immediately here, you've got Blakely tuning in, uh, giving some feedback, which is great. And you've also got Biwa, if you scroll down a bit, po not just commenting, but posting a video to, to help support, you know, and these guys aren't just knowledgeable. Uh, they they just are giving, giving, giving all the time. And that's, an, that's a, a very good example of what caring about the community is all about and what that core value means to us. You have anything to add there, Rad? Yeah, I mean, look, we've got even, you know, when I look at Becca Perry's uh, video in the UMS online coaching, um, you've immediately got Alex Seabrook and Lockie uh, Husler and Blakely all jumping in and, um, you know, giving, giving a props. little bit of praise and yep. giving, giving some props. And yeah, that, that's absolutely what it's about. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a rare thing. I think in a lot of these, a lot of the, cause we're in a lot of mastermind groups, you and I, and a lot of them are just filled with people taking some of them are absolutely filled with people giving, yeah, but you know, there's, there's like different cultures in different groups. And it's funny, we've, we're, this group is really growing now um, and I still haven't yet had to, I don't think I've ever had to ban anyone and I don't think I've ever even had to delete anyone's comments. I've had to pull one or two people in line once or twice. We actually lost someone when I pulled them in line once, yeah. I'm not gonna mention who, but um, it was somebody in the earlier on days and they, 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 they made a comment and they made a statement that they thought I was going to agree with and I quite politely disagreed and said, well, I don't actually agree with that. This is why I don't agree with it. And they left the group. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Straight after, <laughs> which was pretty funny, I thought. But uh, yeah, so yeah, look, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. Care about the community. Um, yep. Do things that, um, that show that you care. It's the old do unto others as you'd have someone do unto you thing. Yeah, absolutely. Take personal responsibility is next. And this is really, really important, guys. This is something that we live and breathe by and we had to make it part of our values in the gym. And this is one of the things that a lot of people really fuck up. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Show, showing initiative, uh, you know, coming with solutions as opposed to, and this is something that it took us a while to really get this in our organization here as well, you know, because it's so easy for people to just come with the problem. Oh, you know, I've got, I've got, we've got this issue and I can't see past this issue, you know, and then to just uh, abdicate responsibility yeah. onto other people by sort of saying, here's a problem, give me a solution, you know, and, uh, and it's the same with our physical health and, and things like that. I mean, there are limitations and of course we're all here to learn and we expect and, and, and prefer you guys to ask questions all the time, but we want to also make sure that, you know, it's not, you're not just abdicating responsibility, um, because it's, it's like nothing happens until you take it. And, and this is why we started with the extreme ownership book this year, you know, um, it's a, it's all about taking extreme ownership and, ta and and realizing the moment you realize that you're responsible for everything that's happening in your life, it's a huge breakthrough for anyone. Yeah, I just have to have a quick shout out to Quinny Neil Quinn, one of our uh, old superstar members. Who's I'm pretty sure he's moved back to the United Kingdom. How are you, brother? Um, yeah, absolutely. It, this is this is one of the things that so many people get wrong. And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you an example of how honestly. 
I'd say at least 90%, maybe even maybe even 95% or 98% of the people in this group are getting this wrong, is that they're asking a question before doing the minimum amount of research. People say to us all the time, oh, it would be so good if you guys did a video on the middle splits. Yeah. Go to our YouTube channel, type in middle splits, and you'll see about 15 of them. Yeah, that's right. But they come here straight away saying, hey, can you give me the answer to my problem? Yeah. And that is not taking personal responsibility. One of the first things that you need to do is understand that the resources are out there. And if you're in our ecosystem, man, our YouTube channel has so many amazing videos. Mm -hmm. And we have gone to great lengths to produce some really amazing content. So that should be your first point of call. And the reason why that is, is because you shouldn't waste someone else's time giving you an answer that you can find yourself. That's a really bad use of, of, of time management for everyone involved. It also creates this mindset that isn't success oriented. It creates a mindset of just being busy oriented, you know, oh, can you give me this? Oh, you can't, okay, well, no problem. Well, can you give me, no, okay. Yeah. It, the success oriented mindset looks for the answer themselves and when they can't find what they're looking for, then they go to the next step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if they need to adapt or ask questions about what's going on in the, uh, for well, themselves. Yeah, then you can ask much better it. questions yeah, rather than, right. rather, rather than, questions. hey, um, Oh, I'd love to see a video on the middle splits. The question might be, hey, I watched two or three of your videos on the middle splits. It's amazing, but I want to know how can that help me relate to this, this, and this? Well, now we can start to help you. Yeah. yeah. Rather or than how do I put this into my routine? Yeah, if this is whatever my goal, it is, whatever or, it is. Because more yeah. often than not, my answer would be when somebody asks a question is, well, the answer's on YouTube. Yeah. Just, just go and watch that video. You'll get a far better answer than I'm going to give you from typing on the computer when I'm trying to rush through all this other work that I've got. Because yeah. I've put hours and hours and hours into creating that answer for you in a beautiful video that's yeah. been, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 absolutely. Um, uh, and that's really, the, you know, I think that sums up what it means to give a half-assed effort when you're trying to do something, you know. Yep. Uh, quickly, um, uh, Clay has said, indeed, that's pretty much why I have no questions at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, don't get awesome. me wrong, guys. We want you to ask questions. That's what fuels the fire here. But we want you to ask educated questions. Yeah, we want you because we only have a limited amount of resources and time every day, and and we want to make sure that when we sit down to give an answer, it's an answer that some someone's actually going to reap something from you know like benefit from not just oh go and watch this video or go and do this or go mm, and do that mm. you know yeah um yeah. yeah for sure and it even you know the, i think the other thing to talk about with take personal responsibility that a lot of people really really struggle with is um what it's not which is being obstacle focused yeah there's a lot of people out there that are obstacle focused they'll tell you all of the reasons as to why they can't do something but they'll never show that initiative and take personal responsibility to find out how they can do it. And you've been saying this in the morning workouts a couple of times. You, you say this saying that I say where you say excuses or results. It's funny. It's actually reasons or results is the is the saying. And I got it from um, I got it from I think David Goggin or someone from one of these motivational talks that I've thousands of motivational talks I've listened to. But the idea is um, reasons or results. You can only have one. And if you think about the power of that statement, you can either have the results. Well, you can have the reasons why you don't have the results. Yeah, you make the choice. Make the choice. Which one do you want? I yeah. don't. I don't want reasons. I want I, results. I actually got the uh, the other version of that from Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Arnold Schweinbrauger, the comedian. Steve Cavan is saying, almost the default position in society, the government needs to, or they should, rather than I, we need to address any issues. And that is absolutely, the power in that statement. Oh, well, what have I just done? Oh, Yanni, come on, mate. My computer is is doing some funny stuff, mate. I didn't press anything then. Anyway, uh, Steve is bang on. You know, we uh, the society would be we would be we would be empowered. We would be enhanced as a species if more people read and believed this book of taking extreme ownership of everything. You know, stop waiting. Stop being obstacle focused. Yeah. Steve, I'm just going to answer you there. Small contribution. The YouTube channel is getting harder to find stuff as the daily workouts are getting numerous. I totally appreciate that. That would be the case if the way you were trying to find things was just to scroll down our videos. But YouTube YouTube uses the same search algorithm that Google has, which is the most powerful, well, I'm not going to make that claim, but as far as I know, it's one of the most powerful search algorithms in the world. So if you go to the Unity Gym channel and then there's a search bar, it's not the YouTube search bar, it's the Unity Gym search bar. Every channel has it. Every channel has their own search bar. And then you search for whatever you want, it'll bring up uh, yep. only things with that and we've got keywords on our videos we've got all these things so it'll come up so if you want middle splits type in middle splits you'll get middle splits videos and that's it if you want abs or core exercises Whatever you know before we before we started producing <coughs> macro content for the first two years we produced exercise demonstrations of all of the exercises that we use in our program so if you uh, if you go through there and you want to know how to do a trap three raise, if you search trap three raise, you'll get, a video. You'll get four videos of every type of trap three raise that come up. There's 400, there's over 400 exercise demonstrations on the channel. Yeah, geez, you know, we did, that's going or, back or sometime, maybe though, it's, it? maybe it's over 300. Yeah, um, yeah. but it, there's a lot of, you know, and so there's a lot there. Yeah. And you'll see what we look like when we're much younger because we were doing <laughs> that like four years ago. Yeah. That was back in our day. So. Let's he jump. says, I have used the general search. Thanks. Yep. Uh, absolutely bang on. Pursue personal development. Wow. This big is, one. Yeah, this is a huge <laughs> one. And this is this is one, Yanni paused there because this is true. This is one that uh, very few people are doing or getting right. Um You've, you've got to, yeah, you've got to think to yourself, like the, the forget, before we even go into the, the, the points here, um, what are you, what are you doing with your time? Is your time, are you actively blocking out time during the day where you pursue personal development or are you getting through whatever you have to do for work and then looking forward to just Netflix or video games or yeah. smoking bongs or yeah. whatever Whatever you do in your pastime. You and that yeah. needs to, um, it needs to be uh, made really clear that um, pursuing personal development, growth and personal development um, uh, is something that you have to do actively. You have to sh- schedule time. Like if you looked at my diary, my daily schedule, every minute of every day is time blocked except for Sunday. Sunday I have about six hours that is just left blank for, for anything uh, to go in there. And uh, it is like re- I'm relentless at protecting that uh, schedule and included in there is the time I have allocated to study included in there is the time I have allocated to read my personal development or finance or business books Uh, it it, everything is in there family time is in there you know I even have allocated half hour or 45 minutes of um, Netflix time you know where I I can choose to sit down with Kalisha after the boys are in bed uh, at the moment, I'm uh, I'm binge watching Robotech with my son, my five year old. I finally got a kid old enough to uh, to um, 
take in the full embrace the incredibleness of what is Robotech, <laughs> mine and Rad's favorite cartoon, anime cartoon when we were kids. Uh, and, and yeah, so we're watching like 25 minutes a night of, uh, of that, um, together as, as you know, and it's hilarious. We, we, he loves it. So yeah, pursue personal development starts with being coachable, you know, not, when coming, with died? A, Man, I was not coming with a glass <laughs> half full. Get off it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, c- coming with a glass half full, being um, embracing Shoshin, the beginner mindset, you know. Uh, invite feedback always. And that's part of this process of posting videos and asking people for help and asking for feedback and criticism on your movement journey. And then just enjoying that journey, you know. What's actually... Um What's really amazing about core value number three is that once you actually really embrace it, you realize that one of the greatest gifts that we have in life is that we are the architects of our lives. Life doesn't happen to us. Life happens for us. So, and it's something that some people are really, really messing this up. The, you know, the way that... Some people are just like, there's this obstacle everywhere. There's there's no room for anything. Whenever you are, tell the, talk to them about some of this, they say, where am I gonna find the time for that? I've got this and this and that and that and, and so on and so forth. Um, but when you actually get started on this and you look back at even some of the most, some of the most minor results, like some of the people that are posting videos in, in these groups, um, of the progress that they're getting like that is an example of it where you can see the results in your body and you're like oh my god i can actually change my body well the same thing can happen in so many other areas of your life it's amazing yeah absolutely i'm just reading some of the comments that are coming up here yeah that's right steve Uh, i don't think it is available on mobile i think it is a desktop feature um take massive action this is something that uh we we actually only uh, added this to our core values a couple of years back, and it's it's something that we realised after being in in this business uh, as personal trainers for about fifteen years. But after um, having Unity Gym for a few years and just not getting the results we wanted with our business and with ourselves and with our training, we came to realise that you know um, Grant Cardone calls it the ten X. Yeah, it, rule. it was Grant. It was uh, Grant Cardone's book that made us include this one. Yeah, and yeah. We, we just realized that, uh, I mean, I, w- I was in a really um, high-achieving mastermind of business owners at the time when, and, and we were being really um, ingrained to understand that, uh, you know, um, our, our, mo- our business goal in that mastermind was to 10x your, your business, to 10x your results, to 10x everything. And, that, and we, have, we had awards every year. You know, you got the 1x award, the 2x award, the 3x award. And it was measured by, of course, profit and revenue at that <laughs> stage in our businesses. But I just realized that, you know, and Rad as well and Richard, that everything you want to achieve in life usually takes 10 times the amount of effort to get there, you know. And we came to a realization quite quickly that you need to put so much more effort in than you think. And if you don't go into what you're trying to achieve with the awareness of that, it often really kicks your ass. You realize and you get really demotivated. You realize, holy crap, you know, uh, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. And you give up. It was a huge moment for me. I remember it. I remember the idea of taking of the concept of taking massive action and having to 
having to really go inward. Like there was a there was a period of time when I felt very sick in my stomach because you realize that you the only reason why you haven't achieved your goals is because you haven't worked hard enough yeah. for it. And I did have we we all had excuses before that point. I remember I remember the period very well. We all went through it. Um, we all we, went, we clashed here heavily because yeah, I was did. coming out of my mastermind yeah. uh, weekends with this group, really fired up, coming back to go. You know, I, we need to go all in. We need to put more effort in. And and we were at a point where we felt like we were giving it our all. Yeah, and we, yeah. it was hard to come to terms with the fact that that we had a lot more to give yep. and a part of what we needed to give into was that we didn't know what we didn't know and we needed to educate ourselves more yeah and then and to find time yeah. to do that in and amongst the whirlwind of running the business that we felt like we were doing our best effort on already yeah and you know? a lot of a lot of people misunderstand this um the, a lot of people get threatened by the thing like they feel like you're saying well you have to work for an extra eight hours a day on top of what you already do and they think well i already work 12 hours or whatever there's an element to maybe you do have to work a little bit more than what you thought. I mean, there was a period of time, I'll, I'll give you an example, where when we decided that we were going to go online and the amount of work that was required and Yanni didn't have the time for it, Richard didn't have the time or the scope for it, and I just said to myself, man, I'm going to have to do this. And for about six months, I was working on Friday and Saturday night at home until midnight. I was working on Saturday and Sunday morning, I was up at 5 or 5.30 a.m. and working before my family woke up on building those funnels and building everything that we had to do to get it to a point where we had a minimum viable product. And that's an example of, um, of taking massive action when you realize that this, and now we're at this point, like when you put the work in to get something that's a, that really changes your life, it, it stays with you, you know, at least in, in, the, in the example that I'm giving there. It's not like you have to do that all the time, but you have to take that massive action to go to that next level. But you never, just like your training, uh, you never go back to where you were before, nah. you know, because nah. every time you put more effort in, you realize that there is more effort there to give and you, you become conditioned to that. And it's, it's exactly like physical training. You know, the first time I ever did super accumulation or, or super compensation training where you train twice a day and you just absolutely batter yourself, I just thought there is no way I can do this. And then you do it. And then up afterwards, the reason why I love those programs, those prescribed overreaching programs is because you realize how much more you can actually give and your body adapts to that. Yeah. And it's, I'm sure it's the same for elite level athletes. I'm, I, I mean, Steve Cavanaugh's on here. He's a, he's a distance runner. Um, you would probably be able to agree with this. The first time you do an ultra marathon or something like that, before you do it, you think it's impossible. And then once you do it, it's like the four minute mile, um, in with runners, they thought it was impossible until someone did it and broke it. And then, you know, everyone could do it. And then, you know, and, and it's, it's just this thing, like getting your mind around what it takes, um, to take massive action, to get what you want to achieve. You know, it's just really, really important to, to set your mind at that level straight away, to know that you don't know what you don't know. And the, what you're doing right now is getting, is producing the results that you're, you're, you're getting. And if you want to achieve something different, then you obviously have to do something different. And most of the time, it means that you've got to put more intensity and effort in. Yeah. You know, I know, I know for me, the, the, the way that I was able to do all of this stuff and make all of these changes was that I, 
<clears throat> reflection is a really important thing. I think it's a really important exercise. And when we were going through these changes within our business, when we were creating these core values and when we were deciding, you know, where we wanted to go, and we've had multiple talks where we, we, we sat, we all sat down and said, what do we want? Do we, do we want a business where we just, we've got one gym and this is it. And this is, this is where we go to. And our, you know, the measurement of success is how many members we have, or do we want to play a bigger game? And we all decided that we wanted to play a bigger game. And you, you, you know, I look back at my, you know, you look at the work you have to do and you think about the changes you have to make, but then I just looked back on the last 10 years and I thought, do I want more of what I got in the last 10 years? Like, am I happy with what those last 10 years produced for me? And I am not ashamed to say that, that no, I, I'm not. I, like, I'm happy with what I've achieved. I'm very happy, but I want more. Yeah. I'm, I'm not happy to say, yeah, well, I've, I've, I've got it all. I'm just going to keep acting the way that I am now. And, and that's where, uh, you know, create... Uh, take massive action comes in. Yeah, that's exactly in, right. In the There's a couple of good uh, bit of discussion mm -hmm. here between Steve and Carmine. Steve said time is given in priority order. If your if your child had an injury, then you drop everything. It is not that one does not have time. It is where you, you your priorities are, or where are your priorities? Carmine's not this is very true, Steve. Time is the one commodity we cannot get back, and everyone is given the same amount per day, as Seneca said. Um, which is great stoic there as well. Uh, and that's very true. Like, um, we all seem to think that time is this limitation yeah. and that's, that's one of the biggest problems yeah. that we have. We look at time as a limita limiting factor, whereas a success oriented person looks at the, the fact that we've got 24 hours yeah. and we've got a lot of opportunity in those 24 hours. Yeah. It and is I, not a limiting factor, but you have to design your lifestyle around producing the results that you want. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the most powerful things that we did was learning the concept of prioritizing because um, the word priority, um, I'm pretty sure it's French and it means prior to. So to do something prior to anything else. That word can't be pluralized. You cannot have multiple priorities because it's it's um, it's making a bastardization of the word. What priority means is that you have a list, and this gets done prior to this, and that gets done prior to that. And so we went through a long time. Like you have to do it, and then you realize you're still messing it up, and you do it again. Where you you look at everything that you're working on, and you think, "Holy crap, I'm working on all this stuff, and nothing's getting finished." Yeah. So then you strip away. You, you it's so hard to go. Well, that's actually more important than that. Even though that's really important to me, that's more important. I'm getting rid of it until you get down to this core list where you've got one thing that you say to yourself, "I am not doing anything else until that thing is completed." And you work on less, but you get so much more done. Yeah. You get so much right. more done. And that's a big part of taking massive action. Absolutely right. And then finally, get results. Finish what you start and demonstrate progress along the way and celebrate your successes. This is so important because this is telling the universe, okay, I'm on the right track. And then the universe has a tendency to step out of your way and help you, support you in producing those sorts of results again, you know. And, you know, there's a couple of things that we can do here to demonstrate exactly what we're talking about, which is to jump onto Becca Perry's uh, video. She's basically posted a video today. Becca Perry is a, um, a member of our UMS online coaching group, and she's posted a video of herself doing a pronated pull-up, which is... Uh, it, it, a very hard movement for a, a woman to do. And uh, she's saying here, she's hard she, could, movement for anyone she couldn't even, hard movement for anyone to do. She couldn't even do this as a child, you know, and she's unlocked this 
as a as a, an adult, a mother, and um, and it's and not just the fact that she's done it, but the fact that she's posted a video in the UMS group. It basically encompasses all of the core values. It's caring about the community because she's being positive. She's demonstrating positivity by sharing her triumph, sharing her success with the group. It's certainly demonstrating how she's getting results. And obviously, you know, she started. She says here that it's taken wow, that her nearly awesome. I just watched it. It's taking her nearly. It's taken her nearly eight months. So she's she's set a goal for herself to do this, and she's worked on it nonstop for eight months. So she's finished what she started. She's demonstrated her progress along the way by posting pro, um, progress videos and things like that. And she's here with the tribe celebrating success. And we've got all these people, Lockie and Blakely and Alex Seabrook, all jumping in to congratulate her, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and many more other people sort of liking and, 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 and things like that. And, you know, it demonstrates everything, taking massive action. She's pursuing personal development. She's taken responsibility for herself because in the time, in the eight months that she's unlocked that movement, I don't know of many occurrences or occasions, and Rad might be able to change this, where she's jumped in saying, I can't, or this isn't working, or I, you know, asking for us to solve the problem for her. She's just got stuck into the program and she's just gone for it well, she, well Beck has posted so many videos of asking for critique and for help remember all the stuff with her Elsie yep. trying to figure yep. it out um, but yeah she just keeps going and she, t- she she's really you know living by the values yep that's yep. exactly right and yep. I just think that that is such a great example of living yeah living by the core values yep. well done Becca and we, we created these we had 10 core values we've revisited them many 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 times until we got them down to something where we looked at them we thought not only um not only do we believe that these align with our lives but we looked at them and thought if anybody actually really lives by these core values they are going to completely transform their lives yeah and that's why they are what they are yeah and they align they're 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 an exact example of how we live here at unity gym and what we expect of our tribe as well you know to be part of this community neil quinn uh quinny here is saying mate it's so good to see you on this uh stream brother uh we miss you here he's saying i had the pleasure of being taught by these guys a while back uh they taught me so much but i definitely lacked the discipline and commitment to get the most out of it thankfully i'm back in the groove at home uh, Jim using the fundamentals these guys taught me. That's awesome, brother. Um, yeah, so well good, done, so good to hear that, mate. I know you went through a couple of challenges whilst you were over here, so it's really good to see you on here, man. Absolutely. Now, um, finally, I'd like to talk uh, just quickly, because I promised we would, give Ben Lodge a little bit of feedback on his Cossack squad. Have you got that video up? Uh, is that in the, that's in the UMS movement? Movement mastermind, mastermind yep. Okay, let me just grab it. I do have some feedback for that straight away. So uh, where are we? I had a look at that before. Okay, here we go. So Ben, brother, the first thing you're doing is your feet are going a little bit too wide. If you, if I look at that, that is a very wide, co- yeah, yeah, your feet are too wide. You'll be able to go lower if your feet are closer. That's, that's the main thing, brother. Um, just go down, bring your feet a little bit closer together, focus. So your left foot, uh, the one that's not touching the wall would be closer to the right foot. That'll allow you to go deeper. 
Just go down and then focus on the rotation, rotating and trying to touch the wall. Don't worry about bringing the hand over the top. And there's a there's a chance there that the width of the feet is because he's experiencing a limitation in ankle dorsiflexion. Yep. And Vinny Brown's jumped in there and posted a good video of uh, ankle dorsiflexion. There's another really great video that uh, that um, Blakely posted the other day uh, of K Star Kelly Starrett. Um, doing a, a mobbing and an ankle mobbing with a massage ball and that's a really really great one to unlock the there's two joints there's the telecruel joint and the uh which creates the flexion extension in the ankle and then there's the global joint that creates the eversion and inversion which is called the talus joint and um you need to basically work on that, you know, um, getting the uh, telecruel joint to move out of the way to get getting the bones to move to the side so you can I increase that flexion. And that um, massage technique by um, Kelly Starrett's friend is fantastic. It's a great way of doing that. So check that out. There was a post a little while ago about that. You'll see Blakely has posted, shared that somewhere down on this uh, stream. I can't see it at the moment, but it's there. And other than that, keep working on it, brother. Just keep working on it. I, I think some loaded ankle dorsiflexion is going to help that, though, a lot. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a, the, I mean, Vinnie Brown has shared a how to increase ankle mobility video for you of, of me showing some stuff on there. That's a, that is really, really going to help you. So yeah, jump. Great way on. to live by the core values, Vinnie. Ben is, has just, it looks like he's just liked my post. Ben, are you, are you watching the show, brother? Um, because I can see that you've just liked the post, uh, the, the comment that I did that I tagged you in. Are you, are you watching the show now? Um, we just answered that for you, and I think that's going to give you uh, a lot of help. Okay, before we wrap up, I want to uh, talk about Aidan Potts's question here. Um, I'll read it out first of all to give you guys some context. Wondering what you guys recommend for the trap three raise. I cannot hit a full range in this exercise without my upper traps firing. I'm wondering, should I add weight to the movement and work the available range I have? Or just, or should I just keep trying to get my elbow in line with my head with no weight? Been doing a variation of this exercise for 12 weeks now. Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Uh, and there's been some really great feedback uh, from Blakely and Biwa here. Biwa's even gone so far as to put a video in. Um, I just want to make something absolutely clear, first of all, which is the first part of this question, where you say, I cannot hit full range in this exercise without my upper traps firing. Although we like to classify the upper traps, the mid traps and the lower traps, and if you break it down on an anatomical level, there's actually seven different trap fibers. Uh, it is absolutely impossible to do a trap three raise without activating your upper traps. So do not get hung up on that. The purposes of this movement are to develop the strength in the mid and lower trapezius, but you will find that it is a very rare circumstance where someone can do a trap three raise, if not completely impossible, without some firing of the upper trapezius. So I'd be careful how much you get hung up on that um, that factor, Aiden. Saying that, it's 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 very important to be able to get the range of movement and that's something that will come with time as you increase the flexibility of your shoulders. If you've got a restriction in the pecs, the anterior deltoid, so the front of the shoulder, uh, even the long head of the bicep and the lat, which are all those big 
um, outer unit muscles, global muscles that help to internally rotate that shoulder, then you are going to find that there is limitation. There's also a limiting factor in the thoracic spine. If you can't extend in the thoracic spine, then you're going to find it really hard to get that end range in the trap three raise. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would just make sure that you're not getting too hung up on, um, whether the upper trap is firing. Of course, you don't want to be elevating the shoulder. Those of you on the podcast, I'm here shrugging my shoulders into elevation. Uh, you want to be able to set the scapula down and back when you do the trap three raise, but you're still going to find that if you palpate the trap, the upper trap with the, with your opposing hand, it's probably going to harden as you do the movement. You know, it's very hard to not do that. Do you have anything else to add? No, it's, uh, you know, my journey with the trap three race has been an extremely humbling experience. All of those shoulder conditioning exercises. When I got out of the army, um, about eight or nine years ago now, I'd never done weightlifting like this before. Um, and I'm, you know, because I was young and I had plans to be where we are now and go well beyond it. I realized that I had to learn how to do it. And so this is, this is the story of the birth of the UMS because Yanni and I started training together for the first time in about probably 13, no, probably about 15 years. We didn't train together at all, not even once. Um, and I realized how weak I was and Yanni realized how stiff and inflexible he was. So when, I, when Yanni was showing me all these trap three raises and dumbbell external rotations and all this stuff that he'd learned from Charles Poliquin and he'd been doing for ages, I was so weak at it, man. I couldn't lift my arm up with any weight and it was just, it was woeful. And you just, it, you just embrace that journey. So you take on everything that Yanni just said there and you constantly, like the amount of times that I've gone back to square one, like it's like you, you start and you think you're getting better and you go do, 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 and you realize, oh, you know what? I haven't actually been doing this right. I'm gonna go back and try it again. But that's not starting over again. That's the process of getting better. You're not starting over again because when you go back to square one, you've the reason why you've gone back there is because you've realized something. Something's clicked in your mind and you and you you were here and you thought it's time to go to the next step, but you went, well, hang on a minute. I'm actually not doing all these things I thought I was doing. That's progress. Yeah. That's that's not you suck and you've got to go back and do it all again. That's not what it is. That's progress. Something has happened in your mind. You've learned something. And I've done that so many times. And so these things like trap three raises and dumbbell external rotations and power raises and whatever, you know, um, I'm, I still do them all the time. Yeah. You, those, those movements are like a, just, they're, they're such a critical part of, um, of shoulder development. And, and in fact, what, what I find is that every time I, I take any power away from the value of those moves, that's when I start getting sore shoulders again and getting injured, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Can and I, we, can, sorry, go on. Yep. Well, we've got a question from a new member here, Sonia Valentine, who I think would be really valuable to help. Yep. Um, can we answer that before yep. we finish? Yep. Sonia, I am going to tag Where you. Where is it? Where uh, is it? It's in the Movement Mastermind, but it just came up in my feed. Um, answering this at the end of the show right now. Okay. So I've just tagged her in it. Um, so Sonia's saying, hi guys, I'm a new member joined today because I saw you on YouTube. I'm 30, just started recently with strength workouts at home and I want to improve flexibility and achieve splits one day. Great goals. I'm also someone who's been suffering from sciatica, terrible back pains and right hip pain. Of course, I'm not flexible working on it, but recently I started having terrible pain again. Now what you're describing there, sciatica, terrible back pains and right hip pain, that's, that's a lot more common than what you think. 
it's that's all of those things are kind of tied in together the sciatica um, the back pain and the right hip pain it's it's all kind of the same complex um, do you guys have any advice for me? Will doing these routines and the 18-minute flexibility routine help me out? I realized achieving flexibility is a long-term process for me because the main goal is to actually achieve full body mobility as I hope that will help me with my sciatica uh, and give me the strength too for my other body goals workouts. I want to know if the pain I will most likely have during this process is a normal pain because I know for sure I will have it, but without exercise, I will not improve my condition for sure. As you mentioned on YouTube, it's hard to make a difference between good pain and bad pain any advice and tips I am so hopeful of this your attitude sounds great sounds like you've got a really positive attitude which is the first thing you have to believe that you're going to change you cannot have what we call a pain identity the second thing I would say is um, if you can if it's within your budget right now book an online physio consultation with Phil that'll be that will be worth its weight in gold I guarantee you will get infinitely more out of that session with Phil than any advice that we're going to give you here number three the pain in the process is going to be normal, but you have to, this is why I would recommend working with Phil. It's gonna be good to understand what kind of pain you should be experiencing. The fourth thing that I would say is, even though you want to achieve flexibility, what you really need to do is balance strength and flexibility. Yeah. The balancing of strength and flexibility is what's gonna give you your biggest relief. So many people have a misunderstanding of what they need to do to fix pain. We get How often, Yanni, do we get people saying, I've got this pain, I wanna know what stretches I need to do to fix it. Stretching doesn't fix pain. In fact, quite often, the things that are causing the pain is an imbalance between agonist and antagonist in the muscles. So that means in the hip joint, for example, and you know, you know an imbalance um, between the quadriceps and the hamstrings. Well, that's actually more for the knee joint, but you know, um, it's an imbalance between the the muscles that on one side of the joint and the muscles on the other side of the joint. That's more often than not what causes the pain. It's usually not a lack of flexibility. Yeah, it can, look, it can be a myriad of different factors, but the majority of these issues will resolve themselves with the right stimulus. And that what Rad's saying is very true. That stimulus usually needs to come from both a combination of strength and flexibility. And, um, you know, that's uh, Phil says it all the time. And it's really, really true. Motion is your lotion, uh, Sonia. And you just need to build a habit of daily movement ritual, which is going to be, yeah, a combination of that. Uh, 18 minute stretching routine and also a little bit more of a strength routine as well and you just need to build that in and trust in the process practice faith that it is going to sort itself out both rad and i've come from severe spinal injuries like not just a little deformity or abnormality or imbalance in the body i fell off a horse and got dragged and uh, really messed up my back and rad fell down a big hole and uh, crushed a vertebra in his spine and um uh there's you know there's certainly um, room or a need to go and get it specifically diagnosed and know what's going on in there to make sure that there's nothing sinister. But there is also this thing that goes on that occurs in the body where when you're doing something wrong or you're sitting awkwardly for long periods of time or whatever else, the body just starts to not like what it's, what it, what, what the environment it's being exposed to. And it's asking you 
to get it moving in better ways, you know, yeah. and there's never, I don't like to usually say that there's one thing that you can do that's going to solve that problem. No, I like to just to say, it, yeah. just start looking at it from a holistic standpoint and start moving every day with the right movement practice, which is a balance between strength and flexibility. You know, if anyone that watches this show, next time you watch it, take note of how many times I go like this. Whenever I do that, that's me remembering that I need to sit better because I've got lower back problems and a part of dealing with lower back, back problems and an anterior pelvic tilt, pelvic tilt, which I have, is sitting better. If I'm sitting like this, if I'm slouched over and my head's leaning forward, then that posture becomes ingrained in my body. So what I do is I, every time I catch myself doing it, I, I think of sitting up and keeping my head back. If you've got issues going on, like what Yanni said, it, it's the way you do everything that you that you need to look at but yeah from a from a training perspective you know if you're in lockdown right now um i'd do that online physio consult with phil see what he says but you can probably the at-home workouts are going to be really good for you because yeah. they're a general approach to strength and flexibility that can be scaled if you get the tutorial so you understand how to scale them and um what you want to avoid what i say with sciatica and with lower back pain and hip pain is the dull ache that you might feel from training is okay. Sharp pain, like shooting pain, you've got to avoid. Yeah, there's different, and that's where you need to talk to Phil because he's, he knows a lot more about it than we do. But there are different reasons for pain, and not all pain is directly co uh, well correlating to the severity of the issue that you're experiencing. Sometimes the pain that we're experiencing is a pain that we need to t train the brain to switch, turn off or at least turn the volume down on. Uh, because it's not serving us anymore. When you've initially hurt yourself, then pain serves a purpose. But over time, as the issue starts to heal itself, sometimes the pain and the level of um, problem there are no longer aligned. And it, it is very important that you learn to be able to m move through that um, area of pain. Uh, and, and that's where you need help from someone that, uh, uh, who's a qualified physiotherapist who can help guide you through that process you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. anyway yeah. guys look that's really all, all we've got time for today we've gone over time a little bit um it, great show and i really love i really think it's important that we do get these core values up uh for you guys to have a look at because man they've changed our life and there's been a few people here saying yeah, you should yeah, have these sure. as a for printable sure. up there in the group which i will do i'll get that organized uh otherwise guys we'll catch you all tomorrow um 7 a.m australian eastern standard time for the live workout and then of course, 8.30 here for the live recording of the Sound of Movement podcast. I'm doing some uh, a lot of filming today. I'm going to be filming phase three for the Presta Handstand Masterclass, which means there's going to be a watered-down version as a YouTube workout that you can watch. Uh, it'll be a, a Presta Handstand YouTube workout. I'm also going to film the phase two and three of the anterior pelvic tilt program. And I'm going to finalize writing out the Spine Mobility Masterclass so that we can probably most likely get that released for a launch next Friday. We're going to be launching phase three of the at-home workouts this Friday. So probably next Friday we can launch the um, uh, Spine Mobility yeah, Masterclass. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be a good one for um, Sonia to do. Sonia, uh, Steve's made a very good point, which I wanted to say as well. We did a whole series of podcasts on pain management and um, pain psychology, which is something that you would definitely benefit from listening to. Uh, you can go back through the podcast, the Sound of Movement podcast, and search for that, or you can look for it on the uh, YouTube channel. 
Use Thank, that search bar. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. Um, if any of you want to know, we get a lot of people, in, the, especially in this lockdown phase, because all, small businesses are... Uh, not a lot of small businesses are going to make it out of this lockdown phase and you know we're we're in the firing line just like anyone else and a lot of people say you know what can we do to help one of the biggest things that you can do to support us besides um, purchasing our programs of course is share our content um, you know a lot of people are saying how much they love this stuff if you want to share our podcast share these videos um, on your feeds it just does so much for us to help get the word out um, and you know you, you are all here because you, you obviously value the content so share it with your friends share it with your family share it with the people that you care about um it's a win 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 yeah uh, win right. for everyone involved thanks for tuning in everyone we will see you tomorrow health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there we'll start focusing on movement goals strength goals flexibility goals when you nail that skill it's there forever the body image goal doesn't get you that it's far. the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there it's not the intensity there's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.